0: Jesus's present authority assures us of our final victory. March fourteenth, twenty twenty, by Trent Roseman. I don't know if you've ever watched any of the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies, but it seems as if every time they come out, my wife and I are eager to watch the next one. I talked to a friend of mine, who is a huge fan of all things Marvel, collects comic books. His name's Landon, and he mentioned to me that there are twenty-three mcu movies available i also asked him about the post-credit scenes of those movies it seems as if every time you watch one of those movies there's always a post-credit scene promising yet another movie he mentioned there were 39 post-credit scenes within those 23 movies it struck me odd i thought there's probably two things you can always count on with every marvel cinematic universe movie release The first is there will be an epic battle of good versus evil. One of cinematic proportions. And the second is this. There will be another movie. Hence the post-credit scenes. What are those post-credit scenes all about? Well, they set up a second movie, and usually during the post-credit scene, some kind of evil is promised to return. Either a new villain or something went wrong in the first movie that promises a challenge in the next. However, our life today, as we see Scripture unfolding before us, we see in the promises of God's Word, there is no dualistic battle for the universe. In fact, evil will be eradicated in Jesus' second coming. And what I want to talk about today is that we can be assured of that in his interaction with evil in his first coming. The glorious throne of God will never be Satan's seat. There is no dismal end credit scene after the storyline of the Bible promising yet another unforeseen future at the end of the narrative of Scripture. There is only victory for the God of all sovereignty who controls all things will subdue all his enemies and conquer them. One of the ways that we glimpse into God's present power and are able to grasp his future promise of victory is in Jesus's encounters with demons in the gospels. In Jesus's ministry we have the we have a glimpse like a teaser trailer of what Jesus will ultimately do once he eradicates spiritual evil once and for all and eliminates any physical effects of the fall. In fact it's worth mentioning that though Jesus's family is often confused with who he is, even though the religious leaders condemn Jesus's actions, and many of them point to Satan's power at work in Jesus wrongly and blaspheme the Holy Spirit. And even though even the disciples sometimes are confused with who Jesus is, demons know exactly who he is. It's often that the demons are more intellectually aware of who Jesus is, though they're not saved than many others in the gospel stories however when we see Jesus interact with demons they're terrified they know he's the son of God they know he's the messiah and they know he is God in the flesh and they are terrified wondering whether or not Jesus will end all things so as I mentioned, in Jesus' ministry, we have a glimpse, like a teaser trailer, of what Jesus will ultimately do once he eradicates spiritual evil once and for all and eliminates any physical effects of the fall. Demons and the devil himself are enemies of God, but they are defeated enemies who, and I want to give you five S's, the first, shudder and terror because of the knowledge of God, James 2, 19. Number two, have been disarmed and put to public shame, Colossians 2:15. Number three, will be seized. Revelation 22. Number four, will be squashed under the feet of saints, Romans 16:20. And number five, will ultimately suffer forever. Revelation: 2010. As Jesus subjects satanic forces under his control, he shows that he will conquer demonic oppression without any challenge or contest. In other words, in Jesus' first coming, he had demons on a leash. And in his second coming, he will hang that leash from a tree.